The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. Our Africa Business Report is brought to you by RMB, your corporate and investment banking partner. Traditional values, innovative ideas. Ronak Gopoldis is our Africa business correspondent this evening. Uh, he is a director and Africa analyst at Signal Risk. Ronak, are we seeing a new era emerge in Tanzania under new management? Uh, hi, Bruce. Uh, good to be with you again. Um, probably a little bit premature to say that, but the signs initially are, are quite encouraging. Uh, the last time I was on your show, you asked me about the health and the state <laughs> and the whereabouts of uh, the previous president. I, did. I think the Maga, I did. Magafuli mystery has been solved now. Um, it's quite clear that he's, he's passed away and we've had a change of leadership in Tanzania and the vice president, Samir Hassan Sluhu, um, has assumed power. So it's significant because she's a woman president, uh, she's Muslim, and she's from Zanzibar, which is outside of the mainland of Tanzania. A big question mark, of course, is is she going to stick to Magabudi's populist agenda or is she going to take the country in a different direction? Um, I think already we've seen a remarkable shift in the management of the coronavirus pandemic. We know that uh, Magabudi was a denialist. He said that they would trust in the Bible rather than masks. He banned the use of data uh, and the publication of data around the COVID pandemic. And I think we've seen radical changes in that regard. A scientific approach is now being followed. Masks are compulsory and experts are being, are being consulted to, to develop a national response. Um, in addition to that, in the economic sphere, far more constructive approach to the private sector engagement and the mining houses which marked the departure from the economic nationalism of the Magafuli era. And then the third aspect, which I think is quite encouraging, is uh, under Magafuli, Tanzania went in a, in a kind of uh, autocratic direction, draconian media policies, um, and there was a lot of regression. And I think already a number of media houses have been unbanned. So the start is good, um, positive direction, but uh, reluctant to, to say that they've turned the corner yet. No, absolutely. I mean, we, we know from our own experience, of course, as to how long it takes to turn around an oil tanker, particularly one that's decided to park itself um, in something like the Suez Canal, except we are stuck in a in South Africa's self-imposed cul-de-sac. Let's not get too many analogies going here. But we know how hard it is to turn around a, a, a troubled country. And I mean, Tanzania is troubled. There's no question about it. There are problems. Um, but uh, yeah, all the signs looking extremely positive that progress is being made and that uh, but it's, it's more sort of 21st century thinking rather than some of the antiquated thinking we had before. The Palma attack in Mozambique, I'm curious as to your view. This has been uh, brewing for such a long time and it has been executed literally with such devastating precision. It's terrifying um, of these militants moving further and further south. Yeah, um, you know, lots of people are describing it as a watershed moment in the uh, in the insurgency and one that's going to have profound economic consequences. Um, the attack is really one that's rattled the investment community, I think, for two reasons. One, because of how grotesque it was, but two, also because of the proximity to the energy activity. Um, for a long time, Mozambique has kind of put, put its eggs in, in this, this energy gas boom basket, um, and now the question marks around whether it's actually going to materialize. Um, there's $60 billion worth of investment at stake in the region, uh, and it's been held as a game changer. So I think, you know, to really answer that question around whether it's going to continue, we need to look at the activities of the, the three 
the three big energy uh, majors in, in the region. So number one is Total, uh, who, are men, who are meant to come online with, with production in 2024. Um, they've now suspended the, the activities that they plant in the wake of this attack. Um, and this is concerning. Um, you know, I don't think that they're going to permanently withdraw from Mozambique. Instead, I think they're going to put significant pressure on the government to improve security and to possibly ex- uh, accept external assistance. They might also renegotiate their terms with the government and, and maybe production will be delayed. So there will be some short-term disruption. But I think um, they're going to wait until the Mozambican government gets it back together before uh, engaging any further. Then if you look at Exxon, who's got a $30 billion investment and who have delayed their final investment decision three times already, it looks like they're going to kick the can uh, on this as well. And, you know, Exxon have a history in some sticky regions of the world, like Yemen and Iraq, of, of, of pulling out of these kind of projects. So that's a bit more concerning. The third big project is the ENI project. That's offshore in the Ravuma Basin. Um, LNG production was expected to commence by the end of 2022. At the moment, Alcina don't demonstrate any maritime capabilities, so this is on track and um, I guess a bit of positive news in, in what's been a, a pretty, pretty um, bleak period for, for the country. And they're talking about Ethiopia. They've got an election coming in June. Um, there's been lots of issues in Ethiopia in the last couple of months. How significant is that country's sort of political un- or dis-ease going to have on that election outcome, I wonder? Yeah, Ethiopia is in a really volatile state at the moment. It's got challenges on the security front, the political front, the diplomatic front, and the economic front. Um, and I think the election is a, is a litmus test. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, Ethiopia was the darling of the continent, reform agenda, young president. Um, and I think now, you know, the country needs to really ensure that the election is legitimate, it's free and fair, and it's inclusive. And we've seen worrying signs of political dissent and a heavy-handed approach um, by the, the current administration. In addition, in the Tigray region, the conflict uh, continues over there, what was meant to be a law and order operation has morphed into a conflict which has morphed into a humanitarian crisis. Uh, the country is going to grow at 0% this year. It's got to restructure its sovereign debt. And uh, also the privatization agenda, which created a lot of fanfare, has kind of uh, fizzled out. So multiple, multiple crises in Ethiopia and um, things are quite tense there. The election is going to be, going to be very important um, for that country's uh, direction. Thank you, Rana Kapoldis, Director and Africa Analyst at Signal Risk.